up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Thursday's edition of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt at Sports Talk Matt. To follow me on Twitter, this podcast being brought to you by BetMGM. For you new users, you guys have a $1,000 first bet opportunity. First bet offer at BetMGM.com with that promo code JUICE for new users. $1,000 first bet offer. JUICE, the promo code. All right. Really bad yesterday. No way to... Sure, coat that. That's a four unit lost day. That's one of the worst days I've had in a while, but I took my shot. I'm not going to, you know, I don't feel bad for it. I'll bet those numbers every single time when it comes to the gift parlay, which we're now two and one on the gift parlay. The over one and a half goals does not come in either. Edmonton's in overtime right now. It's three, three. I thought they'd wind up with four or five. That's why it was four and a half. It looks like the number is going to wind up being. Four. We'll see what the final score is here. It's three, three between them and Arizona. I mean, how many posts, how many, I mean, that game was, I think that game was six and a half. So I think that game did go over. So here's the thing with hockey over the next couple of weeks, just to kind of understand where we're going. We're going into the final 12 game stretch for all these teams, for teams that are battling. We're not going to see like these wide open, crazy games like we did. Okay. We made our money in February. And we got to be a little bit more selective now, or I'm going to be a bit more selective now when it comes to what we are doing, what we're betting. It's just, I think teams who are tanking are going to really tank and the books know it. So they're going to have the numbers be just stupid. And then teams that need to win like Pittsburgh last night, beating Colorado, the avalanche are fine. They're in Pittsburgh's out right now. They win five, two. So they get a win. That game probably should have stayed under, and it didn't. It goes over for an empty net goal, a 5-2 win. Probably should have ended 4-2. So got to be a little bit selective here, okay? I do have two leans because I personally will be involved with some hockey plays just because I like it. I'll give you guys a gift parlay and an over first period parlay here in just one second, just unofficial, just leans. If you want, if you need hockey action, you guys are always asking me for hockey action. So I'll give you that. I do have three bets in the NCAA tournament for the sweet 16. And then I got a strategy as to how I'm going to play the fourth game. And I'm not going to do player props. We missed both player props yesterday. And I mean, partly I'm now two and three on the player props. I'll keep on coming back to them from time to time. And I I just need to work, work out the kinks a little bit. I got some questions on the prop bet cheat sheet as to like how it's listed and the stats and whatnot. You guys, you got to do me a favor though, man, on the discord channel. Like if I post that the bet is available at BetMGM, don't ask me where the bet's available. <laughs> like, come on. If I say it's available at FanDuel, it's available at FanDuel. If I say it's available at BetMGM, it's available at BetMGM. That was like Abbott and Costello yesterday on the Discord channel with the number of people who were asking. Look, there's over 13,000 of you on the Discord channel, okay? I know some of you are going to have different things going on and reading comprehension might be difficult and whatnot, but don't at me over it, okay? Like if you can't find it, you don't need to, I don't know how many notifications I got yesterday and Wednesdays are bad for me. So Wednesday afternoon, my phone's blowing up and I'm trying to do a million things and I got frustrated. So like just a heads up, okay, when we're doing the NBA player props, they're going to be posted in the discord channel. Okay. And we'll keep track. I'm now two and three on it. Really I'm two and two because of the first time was just a flyer. It was a test balloon, but 
two and three officially on the NBA player ops. I'll keep on using them because it's part of the prop bet cheat sheet that's available for you guys. If you want to try to win yourself a one year premium, uh, free premium upgrade to betting pros premium. How you do that is by subscribing to the betting pros, YouTube channel, comment underneath this video. And when you do, you could win a free upgrade to betting pros premium. That's got the picks, the exclusive picks, the top rated player props, which is what I'm using with the prop bet cheat sheet, custom analysis of your betting performances. Betting pro premium has tools to help you cash more bets. If you don't want to wait for the giveaway, however, you can actually do it yourself and sign up today at bettingpros.com slash upgrade. And you can start betting smarter, not betting harder on this. Okay. So that's where I'm getting the prop bet cheat sheet. Okay. Is on betting pros premium. And if you want to take a look at it and you want to investigate it, but if I'm telling you where the numbers are and I'm telling you what I am seeing, I had to screenshot something. I'm not supposed to do that. I had to screenshot the graph that I was talking about and what I got the prop off of for Pat Connington, because people were questioning it. They're like, I don't think your numbers are right. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm just showing you what I'm pulling off of the bet, the, you know, the cheat sheet from betting pros. So just a heads up us as to how this is going down. I, I feel like there was a lot of confusion yesterday and it was, it was not a very fun experience for me. So I'm going to pause hockey officially. I'm going to pause basketball officially. And I've got three bets going into the sweet 16. Let me give you guys here in just one second, but here are, if you're looking for a gift parlay, Montreal in Boston, there is no number anywhere on this. Okay. So you can substitute Pittsburgh and Dallas and put Boston and Montreal. Montreal is nine and two. We, we were on them last time for a goal in the first 10 minutes. You could probably do that, but I can't give you the number. So you could either do Boston, Montreal or Pittsburgh, Dallas gift goal in the first 10 minutes combined with Winnipeg and Anaheim. Now you might go, Matt, why are you doing that? So I've told you about this before. There's a guy named P S U O T T O auto on Twitter. He has tremendous numbers and he pulled these numbers for teams playing today for gifts. Montreal is eight and two over the last 10 for a goal in the first 10 minutes. Boston is six and four. That's a combination of 14 and six, a 70% clip when these two teams are put together. So you can jump in Montreal if you want. If you want to go Pittsburgh, they're seven and three to a goal in the first 10 minutes. Dallas is eight and two to a goal in the first 10 minutes. 15 and five over their last 20 games combined. That's a 75% clip. Okay. Winnipeg and Anaheim take the cake for the day for a gift. Winnipeg eight and two Anaheim nine and one that's 17 and three combined. That's an 85% success rate for a goal in the first 10 minutes. When you combine these two teams over their last 20 games combined, that's a plus 177 parlay at DraftKings. All right. That's a pretty good bet. <laughs> don't hate that bet at all. So I don't, I can't tell you what the numbers are for Boston, Montreal. I, I don't know because I don't have the gift, but you can put it in there if you would like you. I do have numbers for Boston, Montreal for a goal for over one and a half goals in the first period. This is the same bets we made yesterday. I missed on both of them. Just full, you know, full disclosure, Montreal's 10 and 0 to over one and a half goals over the last 10 games. 100%. Every every game has gone over one and a half goals. Boston is 6 and 4. That's a 16 and 4 clip. If you combine over one and a half goals with Boston Montreal with San Jose and Vancouver, where San Jose is 7 and 3 and Vancouver is 7 and 3, that's a 70% clip. That's a plus 164 parlay. Okay? So those are the two hockey 
quick strike off options if you would like to jump in here with that. You don't have to. Unofficial, but if you're jonesing for hockey and you got to have a hockey bet, there's two hockey bets for you. You know, Pittsburgh, Dallas, and Winnipeg and Anaheim plus 177 or Boston, Montreal combined with San Jose, Vancouver is a plus 164. You can have Boston in both if you would like, but sometimes you don't like as we, what happened tonight. <laughs> if you use the same team twice, same game twice, if it goes nowhere near like you thought, you lose both bets and you lose two units. Like I lost two units last night on hockey. So actually I lost three units on hockey last night. So not great. All right. So let's talk about the strategy for Gonzaga and UCLA. All right. We have a plus 300. Is it plus 350? It's, it's more than three to one return on Gonzaga to win the bracket, okay, to make the final four. This is going to be a hell of a test, all right? During the game, at some point during the game, we're going to get plus money on UCLA. When that happens, I will bet to win at least 1.1 units coming back. For, I guess one unit because I only laid one unit. Laid one. I will bet one unit coming back to hedge off the Gonzaga UCLA play. All right. If you did that future and have Gonzaga to win the Western bracket, the Western Regional, which is here in Vegas today, I'm going to wait till the UCLA games gets rolling. I'm not going to do it pregame because it's minus 125 on the money line for UCLA. I will wait for that to go to plus money at some point. Gonzaga will have a lead and we'll get plus something and I will bet hopefully like, you know, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9, something around those lines in order to get that one unit back, maybe make a little bit guaranteed and then have a no sweat for the rest of the game and not worry if UCLA knocks out Gonzaga because I like Gonzaga to win the game, but I'm not positive Gonzaga's going to win the game. OK, so even though and this is where it's important you guys to remember this because I'm ice, I'm cold right now. But I give you guys ways to play off different things that do not get categorized and do not get counted on the official record. This is going to be one of those bets that will not get counted on the official record because it's going to be an in-game wager. And the number I get could be drastically different than the number you get. Just telling you the strategy I'm going to use to make sure I don't lose any money on Gonzaga for that one unit bet for Gonzaga to win the West regional. All right. So that's how I'm going to play this personally. That's how I'm going into it. Remember we have the Gonzaga to win the West. Um, and there was one other bet that we made for to, to, to have to look the other bet that we have made, but that's the one bet I, I can remember on top of my head, which was three to one. Oh, it was in Alabama. Hold on. What? I gotta look at that up. Let's see who, who we, who won the game? Uh, 4-3. <laughs> there you go. Connor McDavid scored the game winner. There you go. They scored four goals like I thought. It would be four. Um, you know. Oh, good. People were betting four. You guys took four. That's good. When it was dropped down to four for a team total live, you guys took that. That's good. Um, let me just look real quick here on what I've bet for uh, future wagers here. So, okay, Texas. That was the other one. Okay. So that's tomorrow. Texas is tomorrow. Gonzaga's plus 360. All right. Texas is plus 325. I bet Alabama at minus 130. I'm not sure I made that official or not. I can't, I gotta go back and look at the record, but I bet Alabama to win the to win the East Regional at minus 130 uh, after the Sweet 16. But I don't know if I made that if I made that official or not. I, I but I did I did bet that. Uh, but plus 360 on Gonzaga to win this. So that's how we're gonna do it. Okay, we're gonna play off of that, make sure we don't lose the unit. 
because it's 3.6 units coming back. If Gonzaga wins, I'll hedge off of it. I may even, depends on who they play in the next round, I may let it fly or I may hedge off of it. I don't know, but we can guarantee ourselves basically to win at least 1.6 units off the Gonzaga play because we can hedge off of it. So that's how I'm playing Gonzaga and UCLA. Let's talk about the other game here in Las Vegas, and that is UConn up against Arkansas. This game's going to be absolutely wild. They're going to kill each other. I mean, just they're going to absolutely beat the living heck out of each other. And I cannot wait to watch this. Arkansas is fortunate to be in this game. Let's be frank here. Okay. They're fortunate to be in this game. UConn is 23, 11 and one ATS. They're eight and two over their last 10 ATS four and one over their last five ATS. And they're just a better version of Arkansas. I mean, Hurley's got a really he's got two twin towers that are going to be really hard for Arkansas to deal with. And I think if you're talking about way, ways that we see like the difference between Arkansas and Yukon, what's the biggest discrepancy? I think the biggest discrepancy here is going to be the rebounding for Connecticut. And look, I don't like Connecticut, but you have to acknowledge what Connecticut has done defensively with their rebounding. I mean, they've been really, really good offensive rebounding wise. You know, they're phenomenal. They're number two in the country. Offensive rebounding percentage. They are really good on defense, stopping offensive rebounds as well. Arkansas is not going to get many second chance opportunities here. Arkansas is not good at the free throw line. They're 266th in free throws. UConn is seven is 42nd in free throw percentage. They are 51st in two-point percentage. They're 68th in three-point percentage. They're third for efficiency offensively, and they are 33rd in field goal percentage. Now, look, Arkansas's defense is legitimate, okay? And they're going to be able to turn off their defense into offense because they like to turn the basketball over, and they are difficult. They're long. They're physical. They're tough to deal with. But Arkansas can go through stretches where they don't score, and it happened to them against Texas A&M in the SEC tournament where they had a big lead at half and they blew it because they couldn't score on a better defensive team. A&M was just a better defensive team. We were on A&M, if you remember, in the SEC tournament. I just think this is a bad matchup here. The number moved from three and a half to four. I'm comfortable. It's below five. I don't like laying five, even though I are. I am laying five and a half for with the next game. But I like UConn here. I'm going to lay the four. UConn minus four up against Arkansas for 1.1 units. This is a 7:15 Eastern time start. This is the first game here in Vegas, 4:15 Pacific time start at T-Mobile Arena. I'm guessing there's going to be more Arkansas fans here than UConn fans, but I don't know because UConn fans are nuts and they do travel to tournament games. So they could be there could be a lot of Connecticut people in that building at T-Mobile Arena coming up for that game today for that. So. That's the first game in Vegas. Second game is Gonzaga in UCLA. I told you about the betting strategy coming up for that. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about which game is, uh, I think the game, I think the Tennessee game is first. Is it? Let me see if the Tennessee game is first against Florida Atlantic. No, it's not. It's the late game. Okay. So the Kansas state game is first. Let's do Kansas state and what K state's going to be doing here up against Michigan state. This is going to be an, awesome basketball game in New York, Kansas state. Here are some things to take a look at with Kansas state. I love this Noel kid. 
Noel kid, this five foot eight guard who is just a mighty mouse. He looks, he's running the Harlem Globetrotters behind the back passes, lobs. He's just absolutely phenomenal to watch. A couple things to take a look at for Kansas State, a couple number numbers here. And my friend Pete Futek went ahead and uncovered this. One, Kansas State is really good at guarding the three. Like, like really good at guarding the three. You have the number six ranked three point percentage shooting team in the country in Michigan state versus the 15th best defensive three point team in the country. That's kind of a wash there in terms of a lot of points get scored by Michigan state and they ride their defense 32nd in efficiency for adjusted defensive efficiency. But you have a 46th offense efficiency in Kansas state in K state's defense is 17th Michigan state's offense is 37th. Okay. So that's important. Guarding a three is huge. You're not going to allow a lot of open looks and a lot of open shots and huge number. The K state wildcats are 20 and one when they allow 70 points or fewer and 18 and zero when they allow 69 points or less. Okay. Michigan state is 10 and 0 this year. When they hold teams to 60 points or less, they're 11 and 12. When they don't K state has, has scored fewer than 60 points. Just one time this entire season. That's pretty wild. The only time they didn't score, they're held, held under 60 points was against, um, not easy to find that game. Okay, there it is against Wichita State, a 55-50 win at home against Wichita State. It's the only time K-State all year was held below 60 points. 61, they scored, I think that's their low, 61. Everything else is 61 or higher. Yeah, a 61 or higher for Kansas State. I think K-State's going to be able to score. I think K-State's going to be able to get to the boards. I think K-State's going to be able to run out when they need to. I think they guard the outside shooting for Michigan State. I know Tom Izzo is really impressive, but this Michigan State team has gone through lulls this year. This Michigan State team has lost games that you've been like, wait a minute, really? Who did you lose to? Okay. They lost two teams. They lost to Notre Dame this year. I mean, come off of it. They played some really tough teams. Okay. They lost to Ohio State, though, in the Big Ten tournament, which is, I mean, I know they got hot in the Big Ten tournament, but eh. They lost to Illinois. Lost to Northwestern. Other losses are Gonzaga, Alabama. Nothing wrong with that. Purdue, twice. Rutgers, good, decent team. Although Rutgers is in the field. Iowa, that was that crazy collapse game that they blew on the road at Iowa, that 112-106 game. I like Kansas State plus one and a half. Give me the Wildcats plus one and a half for 1.1 units. I think that they win. Take the money line if you want. I'm going to take the 1.1 units just to be safe or sorry, the one, one and a half points just to be safe. K-State plus one and a half up against Michigan State. And then the final game today, Tennessee taking on Florida Atlantic. This is the number that I absolutely hate laying. Okay, five and a half sucks. Four and a half, five, five and a half. I absolutely hate it. But I have Tennessee in the final four. And I have been telling everybody that this is a tournament based on defense in Florida Atlantic is a defensive team. And I think they're going to play right into the hands here of Tennessee. And 
I think Tennessee's defense is going to be all, I mean, Tennessee was able to shut down Duke. Duke is way more talented than Florida Atlantic. Okay. Like, let's just be honest here in terms of physicality, in terms of size, in terms of athletic ability. And Tennessee was incredible in that game against them, shutting them down. So like I'm looking at Florida Atlantic and I'm going, okay, I got them wrong against Miami. I've been fading these guys. Sometimes I just don't see teams properly. And this could very well be the case where I'm just totally lost on Florida Atlantic. And I don't know what I'm seeing. I don't know what I'm talking about here. Kempom has this as a four point win for Tennessee. So I'm laying more points than what Kempom thinks it should be. This is the number one efficient defense in the entire country in Tennessee. They're top 60 in offense, but they're number one in defense. FAU's offense is extremely good. 28th, okay? They're 25th in effective field goal percentage. Tennessee's defense is third. FAU's defense, effective field goal percentage is 15th. Big there. FAU's defense is 33rd. And you might go, well, man, Matt, they're going to get after it. it. Again, it just comes down to who they played. Like, I just can't get over this. They're playing North Texas and Charlotte and Florida Gulf Coast, not that version of Dunk City. Albany, Detroit Mercy, Bryant, UTEP, Rice, I mean, I'm not trying to throw total shade, even though I am throwing total shade on the Owls. I just think when you get to the Sweet 16, when you change venues, I've seen this before. I saw it happen to Northern Iowa. I was there against Bruce Pearl in Tennessee when Northern Iowa knocked out the number one seed in the whole damn tournament. And they knocked out Kansas with the Ali Farouk Manesh three in Oklahoma City, the no, 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 yes, three. I was there courtside. I watched it. I was covering Northern Iowa. And then Northern Iowa went to a new venue, and they couldn't do anything against Tennessee's defense in Bruce Pearl. Nothing. Now, different coach, obviously, different time. Rick Barnes has had his major problems when it comes to the NCAA tournament. But I can't get this out of my head that Tennessee's out of the SEC. I have them in the Final Four, and they've got a really easy game. Like I can't get this out of my head that Tennessee is going to kill FAU. And maybe I'm going to be way wrong and fade all these bets if you'd like. I just can't get that out of my head that Tennessee is going to wail on FAU. And FAU is going to score like, I don't know, 55 points in this game. And they're going to give up 70. It's going to be a 70 to 55 final. And Tennessee is going to walk to the Elite Eight. And Rick Barnes is going to take this team to the Elite Eight. I know they don't have their best point guard. And Ziegler would be awesome to have, okay? But I just look at this draw and I'm thinking, man, it's setting up perfectly for Tennessee to make the final four. And it's the one bet I didn't make (laughs) to make the final four, but I'm going to bet this and lay the five and a half points. I very well might be kicking and screaming. We could have a Gonzaga type of ending last second, getting burned very possible, but I'm going to lay the five and a half points with Tennessee here, Tennessee minus five and a half. All right. Three bets officially going here today. No NBA player props today. We're going UConn minus four, Tennessee minus five and a half, Kansas State plus one and a half. Go right ahead and fade those bets if you would like with how ice cold I'm in. But look, it's a sweet 16. I want to bet college basketball. I feel I will be mad at myself if I wasn't making plays officially on the NCAA tournament, in particular because the games are here. Two of them are here in Las Vegas tonight for the West Regional. Again, you've got the gift parlay with Pittsburgh, Dallas, and Winnipeg, Anaheim for plus 177 if you want it. If you want hockey or Boston, Montreal combined with San Jose and Vancouver for a plus 164 parlay. If you want to get involved with that, you can do that as well. But those are unofficial for us on a hockey Thursday. 
My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. It is the Daily Juice Podcast being brought to you by BetMGM.